It's Richard's Famous Food Podcast. Jump into the bra. I always just thought I sounded like a tiny creature in a children's book, you know? Avery Truffleman. Jimmy, I'd like to read you a book. Oh, yeah. It's a children's book. That's good. Right, because you are a child and I am an adult, which is why I'm the one who's in charge of the podcast. Woodcast? Woodcast. Woodcast. Let me get a handle on this book. Okay, so this book, it's about a little girl named Avery Truffleman. Avery Truffleman. She was named for the world's most expensive food, but she'd never had a truffle until one day a piquet came along. What's up, Piclés? Today on the show, we're looking into the most expensive food stuff in the world. The underground fungus of gods. The stanky, strong-smelling, short-season, mushy-washy of culinary dreams. You can shave it, you can oil it, you can slice it, you can dice it, but you probably can't afford it. The European truffle. These days, you'll find truffles shaved atop pasta dishes in restaurants around the world, especially during a short season when they're imported from Western Europe. But truffles have been prized as a rare seasonal delicacy since antiquity, when expert hunters first became known for sourcing the tiny fungal nuggets of gustatory gold from underground with the aid of truffle-sniffing pigs and dogs. Truffles are hunted the same way to this day, and their deeply umami, fungal, forest floor flavor carries the spirit of their earthy origins. A few small shavings of truffle can transform a dish completely. A single whiff can make a human being melt. And the mystery of truffle provenance, they just sort of appear around the root systems of certain trees, has only increased their mystique and their value. The rarest and most prized truffles, the Italian white variety, sell for as much as $3,500 a pound. And so, I wonder, are they really worth it? Really? Let's check in with our featured guest, Avery Truffleman. Piclay. Piclay. Avery, welcome to the studio. What can you tell us about what's going on with truffles? I, I know nothing about them. Mm. I know they're expensive. I don't think I've ever eaten one. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. Okay. Anything else? Ugh, everyone thinks I'm so into these, and I'm not. It's just my stupid name. Mm. But surely, given your name. Let me tell you about my last name. It's made up. It, like, doesn't come from anywhere. I think it was changed at Ellis Island or wherever it was when my great-grandfather emigrated. So let me see if I'm getting this right. Avery Truffleman has never had a truffle. I'm just a humble podcaster. Foodcast. 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 This is not my world. What? No, I've never... (laughs) 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 So, 
Avery's Nuffle, Uffle, Uffle, ever add a tasty truffle. That sounds like a challenge. Avery's Nuffle, Uffle, Uffle, ever add a tasty truffle. That sounds like a quest story. Avery's Nuffle, Uffle, Uffle, ever add a tasty truffle. That sounds like a framing device. Avery's Nuffle, Uffle, Uffle, ever add a tasty truffle. That sounds like a... Am I making sense here? Yes. Okay, great. Call today. Call today. So in this episode of Richard's Famous, we're taking Truffleman to Truffles to explore and indulge in the world's most expensive food. I'm so scared. But first, here's what else you, you need, need to know today. today. I'm just kind of holding out for the moment when someone comments on my name. Do you want to set the scene for us? Like, yeah, they're fancy people wearing vests and hats and caftans. No better place for Avery's first truffle than the Napa Valley Truffle Festival. So it's uh, overcast day in Napa, California. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So embarrassing that we're doing this on MLK Day. We should be out in the streets. Yeah. We're here drinking wine. Actually, 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 actually. We started at 9 a.m. with a champagne toast. My favorite MLK quote is, I'm going to stick with love because hate is too great a burden to bear. And eat truffles, I think he said at the end of it. And eat, eat truffles, so. To MLK. As I held my long stem bubbly glass filled with wine bottled and labeled specifically for the festival's 10th anniversary, my mind wandered to the truffles' luxurious past. Ancient Sumerians loved the truffle. Greek philosophers thought they were made from lightning. Truffles were always a darling of the courts of Europe, and none other than Briat Savarin, dubbed the truffle the diamond of gastronomy. The Italian white truffle is most rare and most prized of all, with a single truffle recently selling for $150,000. Hitchcock wrote a screenplay about the Italian white, and when overcome by a feeling of culinary largesse, Puff Daddy has been known to instruct waiters to simply shave that bit onto the plates of his dining companions. I know, it just occurred to me that... Avery Truffleman of 99% Invisible is now part of the 1%. I wondered if my compatriot would be wooed by this opulent history, or if not, at least the continental brogue of the foodie chap who is holding forth as the day's MC. I I want to introduce my my collaborator by name. This is Avery Truffleman. Avery what? Truffleman. Truffleman. That is my last name. You were born with truffles in your name. In my name, but I've never had a truffle before, so this is very exciting. Yeah, you'll find out it's in your bones. Yeah. It'll it'll be in your tummy soon. When you bite into a a truffle, what are you expecting? It's an instant party on your palate. It's earthy, it's dirty, but there's something about it when a truffle lands on a piece of hot, piping, cheesy, buttery pasta or a piece of buttery toast. Something magical happens. It just sends me into a state of, ah. I like smelling it. If I could sleep with it, I would. Maximum umami. It just kind of makes me melt. Kind of makes me melt. When it comes to capturing the taste of a truffle, words often fail. But there's no denying our basic human attraction to this underground mushroom. It's science. Jimmy, hand me my lab coat, please. And put yours on, too. Okay. All right. This is definitely a laboratory. We are here in lab coats. Avery, I want to tell you something about truffles. 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 They need to be eaten to survive. 
They're actually uh, like a, the, the fruit, the fruiting body of a fungus that grows underground. Underground. But since they can't disperse their spores through the wind, this fungus, the truffle emits this aroma that's irresistible to animals like mm. us, humans. This sounds really And so the smell draws the pigs and the dogs down below ground, and we've trained them to go dig them up and hand them over to us because we want to eat them, and then we eat them because we can't resist their smell. But then they also contain this fatty acid called anandamide, which creates a sense of pleasure by connecting to the same receptors that THC does. So we need anandamide because low anandamide means depression and MS and schizophrenia. Anandamide also aids movement and memory and pain management. I could go on. So anyway, then we eat the truffle and then we defecate. And the spores travel back underground. And that's where the fungus lives. And then the whole process starts over again. It's a life cycle. So I've just been tripping out on that a little bit over here. All right, lab code's off. Back to the festival. I am an adult. Rico, Rico, Dove, Dove. Can we say hi? This is a working truffle dog. Yeah. What breed? Italian water retriever. Rico is bilingual? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to a Passover Seder, but that's kind of what this feels like. We're ushered into a hotel conference room and seated along with a group of several dozen paying festival attendees. Our play settings indicate we'll be eating some truffle-adorned bites soon, but first, a lecture. This is the biggest tease, having this food so close to you but not tasting it yet, right? You're going to taste it in about two hours. No. Sure. It is like Passover. <laughs> Friends, I want to introduce you now, uh, our host chef, this is the man who knows all things truffle. Uh, he's been doing his truffle dinners for 38 years. Please give it up for Chef Ken Frank. Chef, come on out here. Chef Ken Frank's Napa Valley restaurant La Toque has received a Michelin star every year they've been awarded in wine country. Mm -hmm. Chef Ken makes it clear off the bat that when we talk about truffles, we're talking specifically about three varieties found in Western Europe. There's the black Perigord truffle. This is the true winter black truffle. It's fairly expensive. The little tiny ones, closer to 600, you pay seven or 800 for the bigger ones. There's burgundy truffles, AKA the summer truffle, also a black truffle. Flavor of the burgundy truffle is decidedly more nutty. It's a little earthy, so a little less expensive. And then there's the famous Italian white. Truffle, tuber magnatum. They are fantastically expensive. They are the, by far the strongest flavored truffle. Vegetal, garlicky, leaky note to it. It's really quite sharp. When you shave white truffles on top of a hot plate of pasta, or on top of a pizza. I mean, it, the, the smell is overwhelming, and it's not a bad thing. <laughs> and if God had put even just one of these three treasured truffle varieties on this earth, it would have, as they say, been enough. <laughs> it's so high. <laughs> Why is this night different from all other nights? Why is this night different from all other nights? Well, for one thing, sir, we're taking trufflemen to troubles. That's right. Yeah. Any questions? But still, the allure of truffles requires some explanation. Do you think truffles it's more for a food that costs this much? During a Q&A interlude, I try to get Chef Ken's help explaining the value of truffles to Avery. Yes. When you meet someone at a party who's never heard of truffles, how do you like pitch them on it if they have no idea what you're talking about? Well, I don't go to those parties. <laughs> 
For those keeping track at home, that's one point for Chef Ken, zero points for Richard Parks III. Stay out of Napa, Parks III. Stay out of my quiet wine community, see? Putting aside for a second how I just got owned by Chef Ken, ah! truffles have always been cloaked in, in mystery. mystery. Truffle hunters have long been known to keep their truffiers secret to ensure against truffle piracy. But these days, assuring the European provenance of truffles is key, Chef Ken tells us, because of emerging challenges to truffle authenticity. The truffle business is absolutely corrupt. It's cash business. Lots of opportunity for cheating. And when there's lots of opportunity for cheating and cash involved, well, you know, people will cheat. More on those complications and Avery Truffleman's first truffle in a bit. But first, let's take a little break. Okay. And. This episode of Richard's Famous is brought to you by Avery Truffleman's Nuffle Uffalagus Anandamide Coated Mycelium Based Mushroom Dip. Each RFFP teen's veganasian dreams of gherkin grateful party plates served at super cool high school scenes is gone, daddy gone by the time the mushy dip makes it seem Ooh mama. Try it with pre-sliced red bell pepper spears. Call today. Click here to watch a short video from a sponsor and listen to the rest of this podcast ad-free. That's right. If you click here, you can listen to the rest of this podcast ad-free. You just have to watch this short video. Go ahead, click it. By listening to this podcast, you've agreed to share all your personal information with us. You know what? Click here if you do not want us to sell your personal information to corporations. You know what? Congratulations! It looks like you've unlocked a premium feature. You know what? Subscribe at $7.99 a month to access clicking features. No, never mind. You know what? You know what? Nice try. Why does anybody do anything? Money! Um, Uncle Richie? Yes, Jimmy? I thought we were going to read a children's book. But we are, Jimmy. It's a book that you listen to. It's a podcast. Podcast. But since you mentioned it, why don't I read you a little bit more about this little girl named Avery Truffleman? Avery Truffleman. You see, Jimmy, unlike other little boys and girls, this Avery Truffleman always knew what she wanted to be when she grew up. You are just about to hear one of the most interesting lives of one of the most interesting nine-year-olds. Well, for now. My parents met working at WNYC. That's where they fell in love. And weirdly, I knew I wanted to be a radio journalist since I was a little kid. Right now, I'm going to have a I would interview my little sister. She was very patient with me. Must have been eight or nine. Here is the exclusive interview, just like on TV. Pretty cool, huh? First question is, how do you like it here in Florida? But Avery Truffleman never liked her name. Always thought it was like a stupid name. And people have always called me Truffles. Or, like, ask me to do the truffle shuffle. But then she grew, and she grew, and she grew, until one day... I got a job in podcasting. Podcast? Podcast? Podcast. 
now I have to say my name over and over again. Yeah. It never occurred to me to just embrace it. I can't explain it. It's a silly name. What? 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 The point is, we're all kind of stuck with our names. But a Truffleman doesn't always feel like a Truffleman. A Parks the Third doesn't always feel like a the Third. And as it relates specifically to this story, a truffle is not always a truffle. Is not always a truffle. Let's get back to the Napa Valley Truffle Festival to find out. A lot. Oh, thank you. It's made of paper. Wow. It's from Italy. Oh, so, awesome. like the truffles. Cool. What brings you out today? Truffles. Uh. Famous gourmand and RFFP spirit animal Orson Welles' love of the truffle ran so deep, he wrote a short story about it. Fifi and the Chilean Truffle. It tells of a truffle that almost started a war. This truffle was neither white nor black, but green, and it came from South America. It was the object of much suspicion. The central premise of Wells' story, written over 50 years ago, remains relevant to this day. A truffle must have a certain Europeanness, a je ne sais quoi, if you will. And I wonder, do we tend to over-romanticize the truffle, much like our recollections of time spent abroad? It's so funny, though, because I remember driving in Paris, which is the, you know, there is a club of people who drive in Paris. But it's interesting because you get to the roundabout, and there's this huge truck, and they, and I'm in this little Peugeot, and they see you. And you know they see you. It's this kind of... I don't know why it makes me (laughs) kind of verklempt, but it's just interesting how there's a communication. They see you in this little tiny car. It's not like here where people just... You're communicating with them in some kind of strange, undefinable way. So anyway, that makes me slightly... It's okay, thank you. I don't know why it makes me kind of tear up, but it's just that you don't have it here in the U.S. Yeah. You know, a lot of things you don't have in the U.S. The little tiny roads. Okay, it's time to talk about <laughs> truffle products. Today, there are three main threats to the truffle's Europeanness. First, there's truffle products, okay. things like truffle oil and truffle salt. Uh, word to the wise, they're all fake. Fake. <laughs> then there's climate change. Due to uh, perceived changes in the climate. <laughs> perceived changes, Chef Ken? I find myself wondering what I would say if I met a chef at a party and had to explain climate change to him, but, uh, you know, I don't go to those kind of parties. (laughs) That's one point for Richard Parks III. You are roasted, toasted, and And burnt burnt to a crisp. Anyway. The warmer climate has resulted in a decline in truffle production, and studies now predict the total collapse of the truffle industry due to climate by 2071. Partly in response to this, scientists have recently cracked the code of truffle cultivation, meaning truffles can now be grown around the world every month of the year. But then there's the greatest threat of all, China. They've been available from China for about 20 years. You can buy them for $60 to $80 a pound. And they have absolutely no flavor. They just have no flavor. Chinese truffles now flood the European market. And sometimes the only way to tell the difference between Chinese truffles and the three main European truffles is a DNA test. And I call that cheating. Uh. As Chef Ken continues, Avery and I converse back in our seats, unwittingly recording the first episode of a new ASMR podcast. ASMR FFB. Veblen Goods. Of what? Veblen Goods. Are you speaking a foreign language right now? It's a 
It's economics. Oh. There are certain objects that because they are more expensive become more desirable. You know, like certain handbags. You don't, you don't necessarily like the design, you just like how expensive they are. They become culturally coded. And so I wonder if like white truffles really taste that much better or they're just rare. And so they're more desirable because of their price. I could be overpronouncing it. The first time we talked, you said Gesamtkunstwerk. <laughs> He's dropping dimes, and we're missing him. <laughs> miss the rich people jokes. So, true place. Are they just Veblen goods after all? Only one way to find out. Oh, they're coming around with something. Oh, God, I'm hungry. I mentioned the. Are you? I'll eat anything. It looks beautiful. It does look like a geode or something. Shaved. It looks like, like, a, like an organic, meaty geode. It's beautiful. Avery Truffleman's first truffle. It tastes good, but there's a lot of things in this frittata. Like, I don't know if that's the truffle that tastes good. You know? What do you You're not sure what Having gone on this adventure with you, it weirdly makes me kind of proud of my name. Hmm. How fitting. Avery Truffleman. Avery Truffleman. Avery Truffleman. Yeah, it makes me proud to be a truffle. I'd say that turned out pretty well. You really tied it all together there. Avery, thank you. And now, Vavoom to the moon. Whee! Richard's Famous Food Podcast. The truffles and the, the truffles and the truffles that the peak lay. <laughs> I lost it. I have to listen to it again. True.